Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Ben with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we had a great one for you. Who do we have? We're excited to have singer-songwriter John Morgan with us today. He has recently had eight songs cut by country superstar Jason Aldean, including his recent number one, Trouble with the Heartbreak, and the Grammy-nominated ACM Single of the Year, number one smash hit with Carrie Underwood, If I Didn't Love You. And we're excited to have him on. So welcome yes. to the show. Welcome. Appreciate y'all having me. <laughs> So I always like to start the show out kind of same way. Last couple of years have been rough for a lot of people. Oh, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. So how has COVID affected you? And what have you done to kind of maneuver through this? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I've, you know, like you said, everybody's kind of been affected by it in some way or another. But um, I guess for me and what I do and my writing side of things, I had to learn how to uh, how to write over Zoom, write a song over Zoom, which was wow. kind of a weird concept. Mm -hmm. um, but we um, we figured out how to you know get around that and and basically um, you know figure out. I guess the the hardest part was figuring out whether somebody actually liked. Uh, you know what you were saying or yeah you know, it's just hard to get that vibe and capture the song idea over a zoom um call so sometimes it works out sometimes it, it didn't um it, it's uh i've had i've had a lot of good days and a lot of bad days over zoom. <laughs> yeah um, you know it's something you gotta roll with until it's is done and thankfully now most people are, are back to writing in person so Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, that's like for us, you know, we launched a show January of 2020, so a couple months before COVID, and we mm -hmm. were kind of had a plan of maybe 100 yeah. interviews first year, and then COVID happens, and I'm watching everything get shut down. I told Sandy, you know, this might be our year to shine, you know, and so we just reached out to everybody that year, and we did over 300 interviews first year, and we're over, we're almost 600 now. Wow, mm -hmm. that's awesome. So it's it's been a crazy journey, and you know we kind of owe COVID a little bit of that because I don't think we would be where we are if it weren't for it. Probably not. Sure, sure. that's awesome. <laughs> so you know, a lot of people would ask, "When did you know you wanted to do music?" But I always like to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could be a career? Well, honestly, not until um, probably two years ago. Um, I, you know, music had always been a hobby of mine. I grew up playing bluegrass music as a, okay. as a young guy and did that circuit for a long time. Um, and then honestly, just kind of, I kind of gave up music for a minute. I, I think I remember there was a time period of about two years where I was just like, I'm done with it. You know, that's, oh, wow. yeah. run. you know, it's, it was fun. I enjoyed it, but you know, I'm going to try different things. And, um, I just remember like that whole period of my life when I wasn't playing music, I just wasn't happy. And mm -hmm. you know, that really stuck with me. I remember I was, you know, I bought a piece of property back home and, um, my dad and I were building a tiny house and, uh, we were going to put on the property and I was going to live on it and everything. And, I remember sitting up on the, on the, basically the frame of what we had started. You know, we were hanging up the center beam, and I'm just, it just hit me like, what am I doing? You know, wow. what? Am I, I'm, 
I'm not happy. I'm not, you know, this isn't, this isn't really what I um, dreamed of doing. I always had done music and I knew that was about the only thing I was really good at, you know? And so Mm -hmm. um, that really, really stuck with me that moment. And so after that, I, I, I just pursued it a hundred percent. I said, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to, I'm going to do it, uh, you know, give it everything I got. And so that's kind of really what drove me to, to move to Nashville. And um, I had a friend who had moved about a year before me and um, he's now my drummer. Wow. It, he was, he's from the next County over from me back in North Carolina. And he was, he just really encouraged me like, man, you need to move down here and, and try writing and get back into music. Like you're, you're good at it. You know, you need to, you need to try it. And so that, that really inspired me to, to, you know, take it seriously again. And then, you know, after, you know, I got the, the phone call from, from Jason Aldean and he told me like, basically, you know, <laughs> I want to sign you. And that's really when wow. I, was, I was like, wow, I can, I can do this, you know? And so that's really when it, when it hit me that I could make it a career and make money doing it and stuff. So. Wow. I love that. You know, as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles it takes to build that career. And we always like to talk about that because I think it's sugar coated out there that, you know, if you got a talent, you'll make it, but we both know that's not true. So take a few moments and just tell us a little bit about the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to get to where you are today. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, back to my, Back to my bluegrass days, uh, you know, this, I guess some of the biggest sacrifices was just really, you know, when you're traveling and doing the bluegrass circuit, you're gone every weekend. You know, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're home. I mean, I remember going to school Monday through Thursday and taking off early Friday and just heading out to where Washington State. I mean, we played all over the place. Um, but you know, you were gone, your, your childhood, normal childhood weekend things. I just, you know, that, that wasn't what we did. You know, we did music, you yeah. know, we played and we had our own band and we, that was our thing. That was our hobby. And, um, so, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say that's a sacrifice, but that was one of the things that you yeah. accept as a kid. Like you're just not going to get to do some of the normal things that a lot of people did, but you know, in that same sense, I did get to play sports and I did all that stuff um, growing up. So I think that, you know, is one, but now um, with even just the the short time that I've been, you know, traveling and, and doing that with my stuff, it's just, you know, you, you realize how important time is, you know, and, yeah. and how, um, how valuable it is when you're home and, when you're on the road, um, utilizing, you know, utilizing your time is something that I've tried to, uh, it's really just, I, I guess, clicked with me a little more that I need to yeah. take advantage of it. And, wow. um, you know, so that, that's, that's one thing when you're, when you're on the road every weekend, you know, you, you, you're sacrificing time with your family. I mean, I've got a four month old baby girl and, um, you know, that's, is definitely in the back of my mind. It's yeah. like, you know, um, but thankfully it's, you know, it's all been great so far and uh, finally kind of gotten in a little routine and um, figuring it out. So, um, 
it's just a lot, man. You sacrifice a lot of your personal space and your personal mm -hmm. uh, information. You know, people want to know yeah. stuff about you. <laughs> you know, it's like it's just part of the gig. You know, you you gotta you gotta accept it and and take it for what it is. Um, yeah. But just little things like that. That you're right. I mean, people don't they don't typically think about stuff like that and. <laughs> Um, but those are just a few things I've experienced so far. So have you had any fans go a little overboard yet? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't, I won't mention any names. Though. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, not really. I, I've yeah. definitely not like some of these guys have. I'm still kind of, you know, I don't think I have, that one fan yet but i've come close <laughs> well, that was probably the benefit of starting out as a songwriter because a lot of times songwriters are doing what they love and fans don't really know who they are because the artist is one that gets so you can have the best of both worlds but now the game changer that you want to be an artist yeah you're right man that's why a lot of people you know they they see that when they're if they're if they're you know, a successful songwriter, they're like, man, I can still go out and play shows. Nobody <laughs> knows who I am. They don't care to know who I am, you know? So I definitely see the benefit of both sides of it. Um, but so tell us the story of how you got connected with Jason Aldean with the Uber and all that. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, basically when I was making trips down, um, you know, to, to write with whoever I could write with in town, um, my my friend Rob and I we decided to go get some some food one night. He was just kind of showing me around town. I was still hadn't officially moved there yet, but we went we went out to eat and we uh, called an Uber. And um, as we were going down the road, we just kind of you know started small small talking with the guy, and um, he ended up telling us that he had a few Jason Aldean cuts back in the you know oh, early wow. And so I was like, man, that's really cool. And, you know, he gave me his card and we, I didn't really think anything about it, to be honest with you. We just kind of, you know, it was a cool, it was cool to hear and meet somebody like that. And, um, about eight months later, I had gotten a job at Loki brand and was working in there one day. And, um, a guy walked in and I was like, man, I, I know this guy from somewhere. And, um, I couldn't really figure out where I knew him from. So I went back up and, and talked to him. And um, once we started talking, we realized he was, he was our Uber driver about eight minutes before that had picked us up. And um, so I kind of, we kind of rekindled that relationship. And at the time I, I was working with another publishing company, just doing demos for free and they were plugging me in on rice with their people. And um, so uh, I was, kind of in the middle of that and figuring out how to build a demo. And he was like, well, just send me some stuff that you have right now. And um, I'd love to hear what you're doing. And so I did. And um, long story short, he, uh, you know, he had been writing with Jason's bandmates for several years and um, he ended up sending some of my demos to them. And um, then we ended up getting a, a, a write book with those guys over zoom. Wow. And, it was one of those times it was a, a good day and we, we got a pretty cool song out of it. And uh, I sang the demo for it. We got it all finished up and uh, 
they ended up sending it to Jason and he was like, man, I love the song, but who's singing it? You know, who's singing the demo? <laughs> so, um, he, uh, I was, it was, I guess it was a couple days after that. Um, I, uh, they had texted me, uh, Tilly, his bass player had texted me and he was like, can you do me a favor? Can you just like sit down in your room, set your phone up and record just a raw live version of you singing the song we wrote the other day? And I didn't really know why. But I was like, sure. I was just, <laughs> so I sat down and just did a one take thing and sent it back to him. Well, he ended up sending that to Jason along, you know, with that demo. And, um, I think it was maybe a day after that. I got a, I was outside cutting my grass and, uh, I get a phone call and it was a six one five area code. And, uh, I answered the phone and he was like, Hey man, it's Jason Aldean. Uh, you know, I just got sent some of your stuff and I just wanted to give you a call and let you know that I, I dig what you're writing. You know, I think, uh, I just started a new company and I, I'd love to, to make you an offer and try to work something out. Wow. Uh, so it was obviously, yeah, that's what I said. Wow. Like, you know, <laughs> It was surreal to me too, especially then, man, because I didn't really have anything going at the time. It was just kind of, I was just grinding, you know, I was writing as many songs as I could and trying to, you know, whenever I wasn't working, I was working on a demo, you know, and, and so that was uh, definitely a life-changing phone call and, and experience altogether. Um, so that, that's kind of how I got into that camp with those guys. Right. And, you know, that's something that just goes right into what, you know, we've interviewed a lot of people and they all almost have the same story of whether like um, there's a couple of things that what got them to the top. And one was, of course, very hard work, worked harder than they ever have. But two was a, a little bit of luck because, you know, a lot of people don't want to don't want to hear that, that there is some luck involved. But again, when you count the timing, the luck wouldn't have happened if you didn't work hard. But yet when you work hard that's when some of the little breaks start happening. Yeah. Well, I, I agree, man. There's definitely a little bit of luck involved in it, but you know, I also believe in, in work ethic and yeah. like you were saying, the harder you work, the more opportunities are going to present themselves because you know, when, when people in the industry are looking for new acts and, and new faces and new, you know, fresh sounds to the industry, you gotta, you gotta be able to do more than, you know, smile pretty and, and be able to sing, you know, it's, yeah. there's a lot more that goes into it. And uh, at least if you, if you want that, you know, next level artist, yeah. that's what you're after. Um, and, and that's kind of how I've always approached it. Like I've never, you know, proclaimed to be the prodigy or any kind of, you know, stuff like that, but I, I will outwork you. And I've always been, <laughs> I've always been that way. You know, my dad was that way and, and I learned it, from him uh so i come by honest but um that's just that's just ingrained in me and 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 i, I i'm proud of that to be honest with you yeah, like they say you know um outwork will always outlast talent that doesn't work mm. yeah you're right because <clears throat> you can have all the talent in the world but if you're if you don't have that work ethic especially and it, I mean, again there's so many people that are trying to do what you do if you don't have a work ethic you you ain't got a shot Right. Now you, you said it 
You said it exactly. That's that's I mean, and it's like that with any industry, man. Like if you're trying to be a you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. You still yeah. that's that concept, you know, can be used in any scenario for any job title or anything. You gotta be able to wanna put the work into it and you know, somebody said it best to me the other day. It's like if if I was to tell a new guy moving to town, like some advice it's don't don't move to, to nashville expecting to find out what you want to do know what right. you want to do Before. figure it out then move to town if you want to be a session musician if you want to be a writer if you want to be an artist like obviously it can change once you get there yeah. you know to an extent but figure out what it is you want to do hone in on that and try to perfect your your way of doing it because that's all it is. There's so many good songwriters in town, but they all have a different way of putting things. They all have a different, they have their own twist of how they say something. And that's kind of what sets them apart, you know? So. Yeah. I remember a friend of mine years ago when we interviewed him, he was telling us that if you want to be an artist, um, cause of course if you want to be a songwriter, you need to be in Nashville. But if you want to be an artist, he was talking about, he says, there's so many people on every corner in Nashville that you will be intimidated. He says, if you want to be an artist, build a local and then regional base and then move to Nashville. Because that way, when you get to Nashville, even if there's some intimidation from you, you'll still have your base to keep you going while you try to build. Sure. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, um, it is it is intimidating. There's always, especially in this town, there's always somebody wait right behind you for you to slip up no they're gonna step right into the spotlight and be the next thing you know and that's that's part of why it's it's so motivating to live here because you wow you know you're like man you see these new guys just you know they're they're working hard and they're leveling up and and that motivates you if you're that kind of person that should yeah. motivate you to step it up too so um yeah, it's it's a very interesting industry, but I, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> so tell us about your song "Good with Goodbye." Yeah, uh, you know, "Good with Goodbye" is funny. We were talking about Zoom earlier. That this is one of those songs that we did write over Zoom as well, and um, you know, it, it the song to to me, I mean, it's pretty self explanatory when you listen to it. But to me, it's talking about you know trying to get over some somebody or trying to move on from from uh, you know somebody and being heartbroken hurt about it and trying a bunch of different things to to try to cope with that and realizing that none of them actually work you know they may get you by for a minute but you know nothing goes good with goodbye and and that's kind of we just kind of pulled from personal experiences on that and and tried to write what we we thought the listener would want to hear yeah. and could relate to and um you know that that that's been uh it's always been one of the songs that i just kept going back to when we would re-listen for you know to go in and cut songs for my mm -hmm. project it was like that was one that everybody always talked about and always mentioned and you know i try to take signs like that and uh, <laughs> you know i at first the what really held me back if originally was the demo. I just, it wasn't necessarily my vibe and it's just a demo, yeah. you know, but for some reason I was just like, I was like, man, I just, I can't even listen to the demo. Not that it was 
it was produced great, but it just wasn't my vibe. And when I listened to it with ears of, you know, putting it out myself, I'm like, man, I just don't know if it would work with what I'm trying to do. Yeah. And hopefully I, you know, I kind of listened to better judgment and, um, you know, people just, I think really saw through that and believed in the song. And then, uh, on the production side of things, we just kind of approached it way differently than the demo when we went in to cut it. And that was a game changer for me. And those guys are really good at what they do. And they also were really cool about letting me have a pretty big say in, you know, hmm. what direction to go sound wise. So Always that, was, that was really cool part of it, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to finally have it out. Love that. You know, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see the team behind you. And in our opinion, the teams never get the love they deserve. But on our show, they get some love. So take a few moments and just tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yeah, well, um, there's a lot of people um, involved in what I do now, um, which is, you know, you never really think about that when you're new to town and you're just you're like, I'm just going to play shows and this and that That's, there's way more that goes on behind the scenes than that. But yeah. Uh, you know, I got a, there's a, there's a lot of people I got to, you know, I can thank for, for helping me get to where I am now. Uh, you know, obviously my parents have always been huge supporters of, of me doing music and um, they've, they've seen me be, they've seen me in some like broke situations wow. you know, and, still supported me and um, believed in what I was doing. Um, you know, beyond that, there's, uh, you know, pretty much everybody at, at the, at the label here, even at BMG, like there's so many people that do things on a daily basis and, and keep the ball rolling and are promoting my stuff. Um, Quinn, I'm not going to kiss her butt cause she's here, but she does a lot. And, um, you know, just, there's a lot of people, um, as well that, that just, you know, they continually work on, on this, my management team, um, so many different, uh, parts of this, uh, wheel that, you know, is, is, um, always, always doing something for me. And that ultimately that's just, you know, there's, there's no greater appreciation to me than to, to realize that people want to invest in time into my career because yeah. they don't at the end of the day you know what i mean so that's that's a huge uh huge thing for me i'm very grateful for that and everybody that is a part of it so you know speaking of teams we have a third co-host which of course my other co-host had to go with my daughter right now so she's not here but our third co-host little chris our 10 year old likes to always ask a few questions so hopefully sandy's hearing this and sending him in here but he'll be here here in a minute <laughs> and while while we're waiting what's kind of next for you well um at the moment we're uh we've been in the, in the studios rehearsing um for this upcoming tour this summer we're uh we're gonna be out with jason aldean um our first first tour date is this coming weekend in scranton pennsylvania so we're uh pretty fired up to to get up there and, and play our first full band show for for those folks up there and um that's kind of the most immediate thing is is uh yeah just getting getting rolling on this tour and um very honored to to be a part of it so Love that. 
Hi, John Morgan. So what's your favorite food? What's up, man? Uh, <laughs> that's a that's a good question. That's a question <laughs> I haven't been asked today, so I appreciate that. Um, I'm a big, I'm a pretty big pizza guy. I like pizza. Mm. Um, I also like tacos. Tacos I could eat probably every day. Um, those are like my two go-tos. If, I, if I'm in a crunch time situation and I need food quick, I'm either getting tacos or pizza. Because what's yours? My, my favorite food's pizza. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew I, I liked you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what's your TV show? My favorite TV show is probably The Office. Mm. I watch The Office every night when I go to bed, and it's what puts me to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Mine is SpongeBob. SpongeBob, nice. Man, that used to be one of my favorite shows. I haven't watched it forever. And they still got new ones coming out. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what's your movie? Um, my favorite movie <coughs> is probably Lawless with Shia LaBeouf. It's, it's a it's one always been one of my favorites. Love that. Got you. My mind is Minions. Minions, dude. I love and we Minions. just got to see in the theaters the Minions too. Dude, how was it? Dude, was it oh, cool? It was pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Good see the rise movie. of Gru. <laughs> That's but they awesome. were really smart. They 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 built this brand that everybody loved, and they and I don't know if they always had an idea to go back one day to the story of of his beginning. But it, if they didn't, it was really smart to then go forward but go back. <laughs> right. That's awesome. Yeah. Bye, I, bye buddy. Good to meet you. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, he's been on almost every show. We try to keep it a family affair. I like it. I like it. He's a good host. <laughs> so if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? Well, I probably the top of my list would be Keith Whitley. Oh, I would love, wow. to, love to write a song with him. He was, I was telling, I might have, might have been Quinn earlier, like he can just, uh, he he knew how to write a, a a country song, rip your heart out without you even knowing it. You know, yeah. like that's that's just it's always been intrigued me um, his style of writing, which you know he it was a lot of personal stuff and it was real to him. But uh, you know, I, I would love to to sit down in a room and write with him. But, that's awesome. So yeah. where do you where would you like to be in five years? Well, I um. I hope in five years that um, you know I would love to be headlining my own tour, um, or at least um, opening, you know, direct support for somebody. Um, I, I don't know that that's I guess on the artist side of things, but I would love to on the writer side of things. I would love to have multiple cuts um, on some outside artists. Um, you know, that's kind of my intermediate goal right now is just to try to keep writing songs 
for you know and, and trying to pitch them to different artists and, and get some get some cuts going here and there and um keep keep the ball rolling um i've i've been blessed to be able to get some holds so I've, i'm hopeful uh, but awesome. yeah i don't know i i you know it's crazy to think about five years from now which so, seems like a long time but it'll be here before we know yep it. so let's look even further then and let's say that 15 years down the road you're a success on a grand scale whatever that looks like for you you're there what do you hope you never forget on your way hmm. well there's a lot of things i hope i never forget i hope i never um for one, never forget just what you, we were talking about earlier, the people that got me here, um, you know, the people that believed in me from day one, um, because those are the people that are going to be with you there, you know, whether you're successful or not, they're going to be there with you till the end. And, um, you know, I, I definitely, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not wired to, well, I hope I'm not wired to forget those people. I, I really, uh, I've always been that way, man. If somebody, somebody believes in me, you know, I try to return the favor and, um, you know, it's, it's easy to do sometimes if you get caught up in yourself and, and, you know, that's one thing about this industry is, you know, you gotta, you gotta remember that like, you know, it's just, there's there's people out there who don't always have it as good as you do and um, you know when you got people telling you how great you are every day and asking you questions about all the success it's like you kind of you can get lost in that sometimes and forget there's people out in the world that don't have it as good as you so i hope in you know 10 15 years from now i'll be able to help help those kind of people in some way or, or shape or form um, I, I've got a lot of ideas for, um, you know, that kind of thing, but, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's kind of my, my goal for, for long-term. I love that because I'm trying to honor our time together. I'll end with this. What's, what, what legacy do you want to leave? What do you want to be ultimately known for? Well, um, yeah, that's the, that's the, the question of the day, huh? <laughs> um, no, I tell you what, man, I just hope that people will realize that, you know, from from watching, you know, whatever my career ends up being, I hope that people get out of it that, you know, being good to people and, and, and treating people with respect is something that goes a long way. Um, I feel like when you move to this town, I, I had a lot of people give me the advice of, you know, just be yourself, be a good hang, work hard and respect people, you know, respect their time, respect, you know, whatever they're doing. If they're doing something to help you out and you didn't ask them to do it, tell them thank you. You know, stuff like that. It's easy to do, but it's also easy to forget, you know. And, uh, you know, that's just I, I hope that people will just remember those those parts about me, obviously. You know, it'd be cool to, to kind of have that, the music side of things. But beyond that, I hope that people, you know, realize that, you know, um, you know, it goes further than that. It goes deeper than that. So, yeah. I love that. So tell everybody how they can find you. Well, if you 
go on social media, any platform. I've got an Instagram. I've got Twitter. I've got TikTok. I've got Facebook. I've got pretty much everything except for no, pretty much everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, my uh, my Facebook is johnmorganmusic.com. Uh, my Instagram is johnmorgan95. So a little more specific if you if you are on those platforms. But, yeah, you should be able to find me pretty much anywhere. Love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you today, and we look forward to having you back down the road. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate your time, man. I look forward to doing it again, too. It's our pleasure. You have a great day. All right. You too, man. Okay, there.